1: Today, it's my pleasure to have in the studio Bruce Jenks from the Stewart Group. Hey, again, Bruce. Going well, thanks. Now, we've got a topic today which is about emergency funds. What are they and why do we need one? Before we get there, just remind our listeners uh, tell us all about Stewart Group. What do you guys do? Stewart Group is essentially a financial
0: advisory group, um, but with a slight difference with our fiduciary overlay. And by that I mean we're on that extra level uh, for looking after clients and their business and ensuring we're doing the very best by them.
1: Are you like every other business in the moment at the moment? It's doom and gloom everywhere. Are people withdrawing from well, coming to your business, for want of a better word?
0: Mm. Or people being a bit more. Um, I mean, you look at what's happening around in the markets at the moment, Uh, Mr Putin's not uh, helping us all Mm. with a bit of uh, border Um, practising, and that always adds to uncertainty in the markets and um, makes things a bit stressful, and it's not something that we haven't seen before in the past, and as we know, the markets are efficient and effective, and they do recover. Yeah,
1: Mm. and you really have to be there for the long term, Mm -hmm. don't you?
0: Yes, and a lot of um, our clients have what we call the cash or emergency funds, Mm -hmm. which are available, which means they can stick to their plan, uh, which is a key thing. You know, we've we've set that plan in place after careful analysis, and um, you know, agreement and risk tolerance management yep. you know you want to be able to sleep at night sure. you don't want to be thinking what's happening with uh, certain shares. so you know that's what we're all about
1: which is a great segue into the emergency fund and I read the notes that you sent before mm-hmm. uh, you arrived uh, and I just want to well often when you see them black and white or someone says oh you should do this and you should do that sounds so much easier when you read that uh, but the reality is often quite different isn't it? so just talk us through yeah. you know, what is an emergency fund how should we set it up and what's the downside to not having one Yeah, look. and
0: I realise for some people life is not always as it is for us and I mean I've been in times in my life when I haven't had an emergency fund and you do your best and you keep pushing on forward. Now an emergency fund can take different forms. I mean it could be just having a credit facility available in the background that you know you can use when things go wrong, the unexpected happens. So, for example, one of the things I think of for some people is often you've got that mortgage sitting there, so why would it make sense to have your cash sitting in one account Mm. and a a mortgage accruing an interest rate? So that's when you need to be creative and you think about uh, set-off facilities, Mm. some lenders offer, so instead of uh, paying an interest on your mortgage, for that money that sits in credit in the other account, they don't charge you that interest. now that's a pretty good rate of return. If you look at mortgage rates going up, you add your tax rate on top of that, and if it's 33%, then it's 50% on top of that interest rate. So 4% becomes 6% return, Mm. you know. You have to earn that 6% to pay your mortgage. Yeah, you can be creative, um, but generally having something like three months' worth of expenses to get by, you know, six months, uh, gives you that... Uh, reassurance so that when things happen, you don't have to jump and take action. You can be slow in the sense of being considered and working things out, yes, which is a great advantage.
1: Absolutely. Um, As a punter, for instance, not being in business but looking at our our personal investments, even like with our KiwiSaver, should we be constantly reviewing that or should we be sort of hunkering down at the moment? I mean, um, I would guess, for instance, that no one, well, you might have seen it coming because you've been in the business for a long time. No. But no one saw the interest rates um, creeping up the way they did, did they? A couple of years back, well, no one thought it's going to be like this.
0: We started, well, I'd hate to say it, but um, we started printing money. Yes. And when you print money, you get inflation. And when you get inflation, you get interest rates rising. And one way economies can reduce the amount of debt you repay is to inflate your way out of it it's a quiet way of paying tax mm-hmm. if you like inflation some people look at it that way so uh, suspected it was coming yeah. knew it was coming so it, it is here yes and will we sort of head in the sand about it i amazed? think there is we deal with things day to day yeah it's human nature mm-hmm. deal with what's in front of us um, human nature to worry what's been behind us as well yeah exactly
1: yeah. But what about looking forward? What's I mean? I know you haven't got a crystal ball, and how long is a bit of string? But what's the what's the short term prognosis?
0: Short term prognosis we can see is inflation mm. definitely, um, and there'll be competition to balance up that which is out of balance at the moment. Um, I think few people will disagree that there are things in our economy and the way we're working. Um, that are out of balance and we don't get here uh, you know just from yesterday this mm. has been decades so it's like turning around a big oil tanker at sea it takes time
1: to get these things to take effect yes, it does. I wonder though um, Bruce the average person and mm. my wife was just saying to me the other night she said, oh my god look my kiwi is going down mm. and because of this show I say to her, don't look at it you mm-hmm. uh, know it's uh, you've got to consider that that is a, a long term investment and unless you're desperate to touch it, then let's just let it yep. lie. But a lot of people wouldn't be thinking on like that, would they? They'd be saying, "Right, well, let's get that money out of there." Yeah,
0: and it's that, that again is human nature. We um, we tend to be risk adverse. Mm. Um, but if we think about the plan, um, we were always going to have those potholes along the way. When you look at that. Um, that line that growth it's not just a straight line upwards um it, it is a few potholes you get over and you keep going you look at what happened when covid came out that big drop mm. we recovered really quickly really? quicker than i expected who would have thought um and as i spoke before you know th- there are things around in the market that have brought it down typically at the end of january or around about then markets do tend to dip anyway um but we've had a few other things, and we will come back. And for other people, this presents opportunities to put more money in. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm. right.
1: There's always someone's going to make a buck out of our adversity, mm. aren't they?
0: But you know, for, for, for us, we should stick to our plan if we've got that time frame, and um, we're not looking for short term goals. Yeah. Stick to what you've you've uh, worked out.
1: How do we know there's money to be made? I mean, you said that uh, you know there are always going to be people who make a buck, in, in times like this. How do we make, How do we become that person who makes that buck? Well, I don't have a Nobel Prize, no. in finance, <laughs> yeah. so. Um, but we do use
0: firms who with people in there that do have Nobel prizes and they're smart. Um, so we rely on them to do that. It is pretty hard to beat the market return, you know. So when you invest in a fund, you're investing in a diversified manner and very broadly. So you, you're going to follow the market to some extent, but often we'll be investing where there will be premiums to be made Mm. um, in different sorts of stocks, value stocks, growth stocks, um, and uh, small capital stocks as well over time. And that's proven when we look at how they've performed in the past. So to be that person, to get that money, we need to have a plan and we need to be investing according to those needs.
1: When you turn the news on or read the paper or go onto any website, it's really it's doom and gloom everywhere. And I wonder, is this a good time? Is this a time right now that we should be re-evaluating our investments? I mean, should we be looking at yes. uh, pulling back or increasing? What should we be doing? What's your advice to s- upon to listen so to this program? So
0: individuals have individual circumstances, and what we need to do is to stop and look at our own circumstances and what are our goals, mm. what do we look to achieve? Um, are we set up to still do that? Do we still have that same asset allocation? You know, if you're looking for growth and you can tolerate more volatility, Mm. where should you be? You should be in a growth fund. And quite often people with KiwiSaver have fallen into a default, which used to be conservative, which is now balanced, uh, I believe. So uh, it may not be appropriate. So yes, it is time now to stop Take stock. Think about your risk tolerance if you're not sleeping at night. Maybe that's a sign to, that you need to reassure that what you're doing is correct. Time to have a chat with the financial planner. Is money in the bank still a good idea for some people? Now, that's an interesting conversation. I've had clients come in and say, my money is not working as hard as it should. Yeah. Um, and whilst that's true, when you quantify it in dollar terms... It's not a big thing. What really matters to them is the security of having that lump sum available now for Mm. the things they need immediately. So people's needs can be quite different. You know, if you're sitting with money that's really long term and you're not going to use short term in the bank with interest rates uh, as they are, and with inflation the interest rates still go up, but in real terms you're still going backwards, that's when you need to look at the various assets you can invest in Um, Now, I might divert a bit here because we looked at um, which funds, asset classes people should be in Mm -hmm. um, during inflationary times, what outperforms. Now, your 90-day cash bill rates always go backwards in real terms, but there are some industries, certain industries, where um, you've got profits and there are premiums, certain share types that outperform, so value premium stocks um your growth stocks and also your small cap stocks so having a bit of that and amongst your funds Mm. um helps to proof against inflation and indeed grow
1: whilst there is still inflation there's an old-fashioned saying and i'm old enough to remember you possibly aren't cash is king Is, is cash still king will it ever be king again
0: I guess that saying is about being able to be liquid Mm -hmm. and being able to take opportunities. And if you're into um, something that's more speculative or business-like or opportunities, then then yes, that's perhaps where cash might be king. But certainly when it comes to long-term investment and goals, it isn't necessarily...
1: Should cash be part of your investment? I mean, you you know, talking with uh, your team over the years, uh, it's all about being diverse, not just having all your eggs and, say, property. Should you have some cash that you can put your hand on?
0: Yes, and there's a variety of forms that cash turns up in. You're always wanting cash for your emergency Mm. fund, if you can. Um, You can look at cash-like investments. So there's bonds, corporate bonds, all of those things that are available that are, are readily cashable, if you like. So yes,
1: can those things like bonds be liquidated at any time though, and do they keep their face value? Whereas you know a dollar, you've got a dollar really, haven't you? Mm. you might only buy ninety five cents with of product, but um, mm. can you liquidate bonds and shares there's as fast? There's always likely to buy a, be a
0: buyer for mm. bonds at some point. Now, when you look at our funds, our credit qualities, are, you know, uh, are basically up at triple B plus. Most are sitting in the double A plus range in our Mm. funds so they're very good quality. Now in the current market bonds um, that we own have a lower value. People are buying new bonds at a higher interest rate Mm -hmm. so if you want to sell your existing bonds you sell them but you take a discount on that because the person buying wants to get a similar rate to today's rate. So um, there are some tax treatments for that if... um, I won't get into that side of it. So, yes, they are cashable, and in the current circumstance, a bond held that has a lower rate, if you needed to sell it today, you would realise possibly a loss, a discount. But most people can hold those bonds to maturity. Yeah. So you get your normal interest rate, you get your capital back. Yeah.
1: Now, you're on the street and uh, you walk in the walk. What's the feel on the street at the moment? What are people doing? Are, are they nervous? Are they hunkering down? What is the mood?
0: You know, there is a bit of uncertainty. We are in changing times. We've seen it before. Um, and people are asking the questions, you know, where should I be? Mm. Um, and that is individually tailored to people's needs in these circumstances. And there is always uncertainty. Um, there's always the fear of missing out when yeah. the markets are booming. Um, so, m- our role here is to focus people in our on what really are their goals and making sure their investment profile fits that. Yeah. And they've got an appropriate risk tolerance. You know, it's always good to be investing in something, but think about what it is. You know, Bitcoin's not for everybody. We no. don't talk much about Bitcoin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is there a broad brush answer to that question, though? People come to see you and say, wow, yeah. What's going on, Bruce, um, you know, the volatility out there in the market, the, you know, the political scene, the, the, you name it, the, the siege of parliament, it's all reflecting um, on people's either livelihoods or in the long term, the livelihood of the country. Is there a broad brush approach that you might suggest to anyone and then, then you drill down or, or what, what
0: happens? Yep. So, so typically, you know, there's a lot of noise around and, you know, if, you, if you're listening to noise all of the time, yep. you're going to be reactive. Mm. You're not going to be proactive you're not going to be following your plan, and that's not good because you tend to um, make bad decisions and bad choices. So we want people to be certain in what they're trying to achieve, what they need. You know, if a balanced fund profile is going to achieve everything you want, why do you need to be into something that's more aggressive and growth? Yes, indeed.
1: Mm. And on that note, just uh, remind our listeners, Bruce, if we need to come to see you or any of your colleagues at the Stuart Group for some sound financial advice, how do we do that at the moment? Well, look, best thing is to call in,
0: uh, and
1: we do have an 0800 number, so it's
0: toll-free. Um, email or come into our offices. We, um, we will welcome you. You will need to bring your COVID passport mm-hmm. um, and uh, bring your mask um, but I think a phone call first, have a quick chat. You know, We can talk with people for up to an hour just as a discovery yeah. process to see if we're a good fit, and that's no cost and no obligation.
1: How good is that? Good on you, Bruce. My pleasure, as always. You look after yourself, and we'll talk to the same time, same place next time. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge.